Keep in mind that I'm talking mostly about trumpet pitches in this video, which are written a whole step above concert pitch, guitar, piano, etc. So an A on piano is written as a B for trumpeters, but the pitch of the note is the same. I know, I know, it's weird and confusing. Don't shoot the messenger. This is a lesson from the Dark Eyes video course for intermediate and comeback trumpet players. It's got pages and pages of downloadable sheet music, downloadable backing tracks at multiple tempos and styles, and over 40 videos. Check it out at trumpedjumpstart.com. Find me at patreon.com slash playtrumpet, printable sheet music and backing tracks for patrons' essential trumpet lessons. John, harnoom.com. So now that you've got the chords down and are probably still working on them, I know for me it's, it's probably a lifetime endeavor. You can always get a little better, but hopefully you've got them down enough that you can get through them at least the first two, because that's what we're dealing with right now, is going from the B7 to the E minor, right? So... So the first way to practice this is to just go up and down the, um, the chord in root position. And then you're going to go and shift to the closest note in the next chord. Now, it's, this is an interesting one because it's the same note, right? So this is really easy. So we've got, and in the E minor we have, there's a B in both of them, right? In the B7 chord, the B is the root, right? The B, it doesn't get much easier than that. In the E minor chord, the B is the fifth of the chord because E minor is E, G, B. So this is one of those instances, and there are a lot of them, where the note stays the same. And a lot of times when you're doing a chord progression on piano or guitar, you get a much smoother transition from one chord to another. If you leave that similar note, sometimes there's more than one, if you leave that similar note in the same voice, right? So if I were to practice this from B7 to E minor, and with the backing track, which you're going to get, I would play those two chords on a, an instrument um, and loop it. Then I would just play over. And just play a long note for the second chord. So in this case, I was playing the B7 and then just playing the B again over the E minor. Now, Right now, this is kind of abstract and esoteric. So what I'm going to do is just show you how I do this. So I would take my guitar, and I'd play the B7. Now remember, <laughs> it's not a B7 on guitar. It's an A7, right? Or on piano, A7. Right? So I would play the, the A7 on guitar or piano, and then I would go to D minor. Okay, again, it's a different key. I know it's confusing and weird, but this is just the rule, so you gotta deal with it. Um, so going to D minor, or E minor for trumpet, right? So I'm just gonna loop that really quick. About one, 
two, a one, two, three, four. chose to hold that one out as sort of a cue, right? Because at first it can be easy and you can get lost. Now you know E minor for us, right? B7, E minor. So here's the exercise that I was talking about. One. Etc. Etc. Right? You probably don't need too many run-throughs to make that easy, right? Because it's the same note from the next one. Now, let's start this chord now on the third. So, instead of we're going to start on the D sharp, right? We're doing an inversion. Exact same chord, the name doesn't change, nothing's different except what we play, right? So it is different. Now, that is the B7. So what is the closest note in the E minor chord, closest note to that D sharp? The answer is E, right? So here comes the exercise again. This time we're starting on the third and we're resolving to the E minor. That's confusing. It'll make sense when you hear this. E minor, two, three, start in D sharp. You can start messing with it, right? Etc. Etc. So you get the idea. So now you're just going to do this same exercise with every single chord tone, right? This is the base. This is the basic exercise for all of these chords. Anytime you move from one chord to another, just do this exercise. Um, at first, just keep it simple and even, long notes as long as you need. It doesn't matter, right? There's no rules. You're just trying. Your goal is not to play for somebody else. Your goal is to understand the material. You know, this might take you a few weeks to master. It might take you a month or six months. Who cares, right? It might take you a day. The, the, the point is to just do it and get familiar with these changes. So let me just run through the next few just to make sure. Kind of a beating a dead horse. Um, but, you know, it's better to be overprepared than underprepared. So here we go. So we've done the D sharp, the third. Now we're going to start on the F sharp, the fifth of the B7. And let's just run through that really quick. So right, this is another inversion. It's the second inversion. We're starting on the F sharp, then the A, then the B, and then the D sharp up above. 
Now, what is the closest note to that F sharp um, when we're going to the E minor? The answer is G, the third of the chord. So we're going from the fifth of the B seventh, F sharp, to the third, the G minor, or the <laughs> E minor, the G, the minor third of the E minor chord. All right, hopefully that wasn't too confusing. Here's what it sounds like. Two, uh, one, two, three. Two. down, right? Listen to the difference. So you have you have options. You can either go up or down. Now the the question was what is the closest note? And the closest note uh, is just a half step away. Usually those are the strongest movements from one chord to another. They sound the coolest, right? Um, they, they give you a nice sense of resolution. So the F sharp to the G, the fifth of the B7 to the minor third of the E minor, is a half step, very satisfying resolution. Now it also has kind of an unfinished quality to it, right? You could feel this, that it's gonna to continue to move maybe. The other version, I was resolving down a whole step to the tonic of the chord, which is always a strong resolution also, right? So let me play that again. And just listen to the differences. One time I'm going to go up to the minor third, which is a little less stable, for lack of a better word. And then I'm going to go down to the E of the E minor, which is very stable. It's a very home base, you know, you've arrived sort of feeling, right? So here we go. Two, I one, two, three. time I even did a little bend down into the E to even emphasize that a little more. Right, so you know the drill, there's one more note in this B7 chord, so it's going to be the A. Now you can either do it there or take it down an octave, right? That might be too high or even if it's not too high, you want to save your chops, do it lower. So so again, we've got, in this instance, we've got two ways that we can go because both of them are a whole step away. So we're going Where do we go from that A? So the A is the seventh of the B7 and we're going to either a G or a B. Right, so that A is a whole step away from either of those. So either will work, it doesn't really matter. Um, just listen to them. And as you get more familiar and comfortable with this, you'll feel um, what those tones do, how they feel, whether it feels like you're gonna go on or not, or it doesn't even matter, just play them, you know? You can feel it later. So here we go, two, and one, two, three. So there's, again, there's infinite options, but this is one way to practice through these chord progressions, right? Is to do the chord and then just resolve on a long note 
to the next chord, right? Simple, easy peasy. Um, well, <laughs> I should say it's simple, but it's not really all that easy. It's easy if you spend enough time working through it. Your goal is for it to become easy, right? This is very easy for me because I've played it who knows how many thousand times, right? So just keep at it. Keep doing this exercise. It'll get easier and easier. Good luck.